The Chris Cuomo Project is just that, a project, a collaboration, me and you. I want to know what you're thinking. Get some more information out there. Get your feedback. Deal with your punches. So let's get after it. Support for the Chris Cuomo Project comes from Cozy Earth. Let me tell you, bedding matters. And this isn't just me telling you this. In a recent survey, seven out of 10 parents said that they get an average of three hours of sleep a night in the baby's first year. Hello, Greg. Now, mommies need quality sleep and bedding will matter. There are other variables, but here's one that you can control, okay? When we made the switch to Cozy Earth, I noticed the difference. I did not know that fabric or textiles could really be temperature sensitive, meaning if it's cold, they keep you warm. If it's warm, they can kind of cool you off. I did not know that. I know it now because I have Cozy Earth, okay? So this Mother's Day, why don't you treat the mamas in your life to the luxury they deserve with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear and prioritize her self-care and sleep health? Doesn't she deserve it? Mm-hmm. Don't forget, use my promo code Chris at checkout and you'll get 35% off at CozyEarth.com. Okay? When you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select my show in the drop-down. And that will make me very happy. Support for the Chris Cuomo Project comes from AG1. Listen, my brothers and sisters, you know that I take my health seriously, right? I'm an aging athlete. I'm dealing with long COVID. That's why AG1 is a big part of my game, and I have been taking it for many years. Why? Because it's one and done. I don't have to worry about the combinations. I don't have to worry about the price the same way. It's so much less expensive than taking all these things separately. And it's the deliverability. It's just a scoop and a glass of warm water for me, but you can put a scoop of it in whatever you want. And boop, down the hatch, and that's that. People ask me all the time, AG1, do you really take it? Yeah, it's all over my house. And I've been drinking it for a long time, and I think it works. I have partnered with AG1 for so long because they make a high-quality product that I trust to have as part of my routine every day. So, you want to replace whatever you're doing now? Start AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash ccp. That's drinkag1.com slash ccp. Check it out. Hey, Chris, my name is Andrew. I'm talking to you from Florida via Suffolk County, Long Island. And here's what I think about the two-party system. The one thing that everybody seems to have in common these days is that everybody puts a shit ton of blame on the media for the divisiveness. I mean, George Carlin was saying this 30 years ago. But at that time, the early 90s, we weren't a 24-7 media culture yet. The media was the exact image of what we all think it is now. News cameras, microphones, and straightforward headlines. It's branched out a little since then. So I think the question that needs to be asked is, what is the media? It's not just CNN and Fox and the New York Times anymore, at least, right? Does it reach out over to Newsmax and MSNBC and TMZ and YouTube and TikTok and 
and basically anybody who tries to serve as a as a public utility pushing their own personal narrative which is perfectly okay to do that's what i'm doing right now i'm trying to report inform and influence isn't that the same thing the media or what we perceive to be the media does we're all the media uh chris you me every single person who for whatever reason wants to have their voice heard by at least one other person if trump did one good thing even unintentionally I think he forced us to realize that the media is no longer its own entity. It's all of us. Now, if we can accept that and hope that his party comes to realize how dangerous he is and leaves him behind, I think we can have a two or more party system that doesn't force you into completely opposite corners. So that's what I think. And I want to thank you for coming back. I missed you. I think you were a victim of a terrible hypocrisy. And I'm glad you're coming out on the other side. Take care. I appreciate you taking the time. I appreciate you um, having those nice sentiments. Uh, it means more than you know. Um, when I think media, I think about uh, forms of mass communication. Uh, are all outlets part of the media? Sure. Is every person part of the media? No. Uh, you go further in your definition that it's somebody who's trying to put out a message to more than one person or whatever. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I do not congratulate Trump for that because I don't think he ever had as a point of purpose wanting to warn us about the media because he loves the media when it's saying what he wants it to say. If you're being nice to him, he'll applaud you. He'll applaud your outlet. He'll just turn on a dime when it's not what he wants anymore. Never confuse him with being about anything above his own self-interest. Now, that makes him all too human. Human beings are inherently, I believe, morally neutral and driven by their self-interest. So is it the media's fault? No, I see the media as a reflection of who we are. So it's not that it's the media's fault, but it's that we are part and parcel of the media. Now, of course, things get magnified and more media, which is what we have now than Carlin's time, is not always better. And I also think that more of something magnifies what that thing is at its worst all too often. Why? Because again, people are morally neutral in general, unless they are organized under a different set of principles and agree to them, and they're out for self-interest. It is easier to get ahead by knocking somebody else and negativity than it is by being positive or constructive. That's just the lesson of time and human inclination. So I don't see the media as the problem. I see the media as a symptom of the problem. And the media is not going to go first. Your leaders are going to have to go first. And your leaders are more and more driven by what a smaller and smaller population believes. And what I'm hoping is that the largest percentage of people who can combine in our society are free agents. It's the fastest growing percentage of the electorate are people who say, I don't want to be a Democrat or a Republican. I want that group to be my people. That's who I'm here for. I do not work well for the fringes. I do not work well for Twitter. I see nuance. I see reasonableness. I want solutions more than advantage. I don't want to be mean to people. I don't get off on that. I don't think it's exciting. I don't think it's strength. I want better. And I believe most people do. And that's what I think the key to change is going to be. Not the media not one leader here or there. It's going to be people like you who combine, 
who take ownership of being a free agent and not getting co-opted by these teams, as you laid out very well, demanding better, bottom up, just like every other big movement in America's history. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you. You're smart. Good points. Good morning, Chris. It's Dawn from Connecticut having a cup of coffee. My question has to do with the media, with the death of Bernie Shaw. I'm wondering what can we do as consumers to encourage media outlets to do better and be better? Or is that baked into the cake now? I just, there's so much whining and complaining and bitching on social media. And I see that as fruitless and pointless, but I understand where it's coming from, but it's not solving anything. What can we as consumers do to change things, if anything, to get the media to pivot to a better place? Appreciate you. Keep breathing. Keep breathing. Thanks again. I think that what you focus on is you and people like you, like-minded individuals. The media is a reflection of your needs and wants and your appetites, okay? I don't believe the media drives the game. I think they participate in the game, they watch the game, they ref the game, but they didn't start the game. They don't even perpetuate the game. I'm telling you the two-party system, the toxic twosome, the zero-sum politics, demagoguery, fear, outrage, those are the problems. And the media may magnify them, but the media is the on it. They're blowing on it. They're not the wood. They're not the spark. And I think that if you want better, demand better. Watch different outlets. Tell your friends to. Have it matter. You know, I'm listening to this podcast. I want you to listen to this podcast. I want to talk to you about it. It matters to me. If you're my friend, you care about what matters to me. And this idea, I've never talked politics with any of my... Well, but it matters. These things matter. And, and if you don't pay attention to it, and the wrong people do, you get in the situation we're in right now. So if you want the media to change... It will change when what is wanted changes. And thank you so much for your kindness to me. Enjoy your coffee. Support for the Chris Cuomo Project comes from AG1. Man, oh man, if you are a listener, you know how I feel about Athletic Greens, okay? AG1 has been a go-to for me for years. Why? It's easier. It's price effective. And it's better. Instead of all the different bottles and how many pills and at what time and in what combinations, they did all the research so I could have complete confidence in my routine. One and done, man. That's because AG1 is a foundational nutritional supplement that supports your body's universal needs. Gut optimization, stress management, immune support. So for me, I really combined all of these different needs into one one, which became AG1, right? Every scoop, probiotics, the digestive enzymes for gut support, magnesium, which is big for me, B vitamins, energy support, adaptogens. They're all in there in the right levels, right combinations to help support immune health. AG1 is the supplement that I trust to provide the support my body needs every day. And that's why they've been a partner for so long. So if you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. 
If you try AG1, you're going to get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2, and you're going to get five free AG1 travel packs. And that's just with the first purchase. So go to drinkag1.com slash ccp. Drinkag1.com slash ccp. Check it out. Support for the Chris Cuomo Project comes from AG1. Listen, my brothers and sisters, you know that I take my health seriously, right? I'm an aging athlete. I'm dealing with long COVID. That's why AG1 is a big part of my game, and I have been taking it for many years. Why? Because it's one and done. I don't have to worry about the combinations. I don't have to worry about the price the same way. It's so much less expensive than taking all these things separately. And it's the deliverability. It's just a scoop in a glass of warm water for me, but you can put a scoop of it in whatever you want. And boop, down the hatch, and that's that. People ask me all the time, AG1, do you really take it? Yeah, it's all over my house. And I've been drinking it for a long time, and I think it works. I have partnered with AG1 for so long because they make a high-quality product that I trust to have as part of my routine every day. So, you want to replace whatever you're doing now? Start AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash ccp. That's drinkag1.com slash ccp. Check it out. Hey, Chris. It's Joanna Rogers. I love the podcast and the whole free agent concept, and I particularly like the couch concession segment the other day. But I do have one comment. I don't know why you're calling it confessions because it makes it sound like you did something wrong. And, you know, the whole point of the segment was to talk about, you know, to normalize mental health and antidepressants and all that. So I don't know, some good names could be couch conversations or Cuomo on the couch or Chris Cuomo gets real. I don't know. But I just don't understand why it would be confessions, but it was a great segment. Um, anyway, thanks for all you do. Bye. Damn. You're right. Couch confession I went with because it was alliterative <laughs> more than anything else. Um, it's not a great name because confession uh, does sound uh, negative, uh, like a pejorative, uh, that this is uh, something that I am admitting that is somehow bad or wrong. Now, I guess maybe subconsciously or indirectly, I was playing to the idea that this is a stigma, but I shouldn't perpetuate that. You're right. Going to change. I like that Cuomo on the couch, Cuomo couch. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Um, but you're right. It should change because the whole point is for me to say, look, there's no shame in my game. There's so much that I failed at in my life and there's so much that I don't do well repeatedly. But that doesn't mean that you don't keep trying. And that doesn't mean that you don't own what is good and bad about yourself or right and wrong or easy and hard. You know, again, we want to get to a place where there's an equivalency here of all different aspects of your life. Instead of mental health and physical health, maybe we just say total health or holistic or wellness, you know, and you just discuss these things as they occur, whether it's an emotional issue or it's a knee or it's a kidney, that you just keep them all in the same context. But the whole point is to try to make it easier and to help people to help themselves and for things to get better. And I'm going to change the name of the segment. Thank you very much. Appreciate your support. Yo, Como, Total Control 871. 
So I'm sitting here mulling over in my head, Fauci's grand exit is later this year. And I'm kind of put together like a metaphor analogy for it. What if there was an inept bomb technician and all and everybody around them is screaming at them, don't move the bomb. It's a mercury switch, mercury switch. We can clearly see it's a mercury switch. And he's like, I'm the expert. I'm the expert. I'll do what I think is best. You know, moves the bomb, blows it up. And I'm like, who is who does that sound like? Sounds like Fire Marshal Bill, you know, living color. And not, and thinking of Fire Marshal Bill, how Jim Carrey did the character with that sunken, gaunt face. I'm like, holy shit, it's Anthony Fauci. Fauci was literally the Fire Marshal Bill of infectious disease the past three years. It's like every time he gets in front of the camera with his latest version of updated guidance, he might as well have started off with, let me tell you something. <laughs> so that's my thoughts. Anthony Fauci is Fire Marshal Bill. <laughs> First of all, that's a good impersonation of Fire Marshal Bill, but not of Tony Fauci. Look, I think that you've been played for a sucker here, okay? I think that you're right about Fire Marshal Bill. Jim Carrey was brilliant in that, but that's not Tony Fauci. And that's not science. Okay, science is the pursuit of knowledge, but it's all about the pursuit. You know who's almost never sure about anything? A scientist. And when you're dealing with a novel coronavirus, the novel part means new, you're gonna have a lot of unknowns. And what happened here was, the reason COVID made us sick wasn't just the virus, but it's that it became weaponized politically. And I think that you've been infected by that, my brother, because you're just, you know, you sound like somebody who's been listening to the right, Fox News and Newsmax, too much. That constant drumbeat of, oh, Fauci's changing again, Fauci's changing again. Of, co of course he was changing. Of course he was changing. We were learning new things. Did they do everything right? Of course not. And nothing is ever always done right. But I'll tell you where the folly started, if you want to be in the blame game, which is not my gig, but fine. Starts with Trump. Why? Because as he said, the buck stops with me. I'm a wartime president. He denied what COVID was. He denied the reality. And it made all the difference. Now, I'm not saying Fauci was perfect. I'm saying he's not your problem. And this expectation that they're going to tell you something once and be right and never modify it is not science. Okay? That's what, like, faith is about. That you just accept something is true because you want it to be. Not because you have proof of it. Things are going to change. Mistakes were made. We could have done better. But don't blame Fauci. Hey, Chris, this is Colleen, and I just wanted to let you know that I was so excited to see your program, your podcast. I try to listen to it, but you speak so fast on it, it's very disturbing and hard to follow. I don't understand why you're so fast as it to get in whatever conversation it is you need to get in within a certain amount of time. Anyway, I want to listen to you, but it's it's very hard to because you're speaking so fast that it makes it really unpleasant to listen to, unfortunately. <laughs> unpleasant? I think difficult. You could have just stopped it difficult and you can probably slow it down. Um, but I don't know what you're talking about. I don't think I speak that fast. I mean, the truth is I just try to speak it the way that I think it's the best way to speak it. Um, why do I talk? I don't know. I've always talked this way. There's also a learning curve. 
podcasting is different. Listening is different than watching. You know, you're getting just one point of communication as opposed to that person's face and their expressions. So I think the meter, the pace and meter of their voices is different when it's received in the visual than just the audio. But that's a good tip and I'll think about it and I'll try to slow it down. Do you think I speak too quickly? No, I think <laughs> I think it's pretty good. And also like on your podcast apps and on YouTube, you can control the playback speed. So you can listen to it at half speed, a quarter speed, a tenth of a speed, whatever, whatever is this caller so, speed. Slow me down, young lady, and I will try to do better. So there you go, another batch of viewer listener questions. And the key word there is questions. Let me know what you want to know or what you want to question about what I've said or done or how you feel about anything, but make it a question. I love the good thoughts. Thank you very much. To the extent that Greg bothers to relay them to me, you know, he's a little bit of a hater. But I need it. I appreciate it. And it really does motivate me to help as much, as many as I can. That's why I'm doing this. So thank you for giving me a chance to do my job. Questions will be answered the best I can. Free agent. Next time. Next time.